guys, it's Fabiola Rivas and welcome to the Fabulous Podcast. A man named Paulo Coelho wrote an amazing book that I think everyone should read it. It's called The Alchemist. And on today's book club that I guess I am doing because all I am doing is talking about this book, we will discuss how this fictional book can be applied to this game of a life. It really does capture the essence of what life is and how to really live it to its fullest. And I love it because it's a story that we can relate in some ways. And I don't want to give it away to a lot of people who haven't read it. I know a lot of people read it in high school. So we will just go into the lessons of it. Basically, it's a boy who is a shepherd and he has his sheep that he uses to make money. And he has this vision about a treasure. And he wants to go find this treasure, but the idea of it seems too good to be true. Um, he has a sheep and it means getting out of his comfort zone. But he actually goes and look for treasure. And the most amazing thing about this is that it applies how life isn't just one road where we have a vision of what we want and you just have this clear path of getting there. There are always these detours that will get you there and these lessons that could be applied to getting where you want. And it's so beautiful to read this and learn about love, learn about success, learn about adventure of what life is. I just recommend you read it because there's so many lessons from it that we can really take. And even reading this, I was in awe of how much I have learned throughout my life and how I can see beyond this story because these lessons are very relatable to me. I'm going to share with you some of the quotes that were in the book. Uh, I could have written so many down because... Every inch of this book has a lesson that I want to remember, but I was listening to an audiobook, so I couldn't drive and write. So I do need to get a hard copy of it. So one of the quotes is, The secret to life through is to fall seven times and to get up eight times. Isn't that true about life? Is we're going to fall no matter what. Everything we want, we're going to fall because... We're not expert at what we want. We learn through it. If we want to learn how to play the violin, we aren't going to get it right away. It takes amount of practice and you could apply with business. You could apply with mastering how to make something or how to be a speaker, how to do all these things. If we don't know it right away and the crazy thing is that we are so scared to try anything because we say what if we fall that's the thing how can you just become an expert right away it's impossible to be an expert in anything and even if it means being a fool at the beginning guys I'm an 
a master at my job of being an assistant in that sense. And there will be times where I'll mess up and look like I'm brand new to the job. And it's always funny when that happens to me because I'll be like, oh my God, I, I know how to do this job. Why do I sound like a new beginner? And every job I get is completely different. And that's the thing about life. It's just embracing that there are times that you will fall. Just look at Walt Disney, guys. The guy made a huge empire that everyone to this day is looking at his vision of things. And that man was broke. That man had to sell his first company because he went bankrupt. And look at the impact that he has today. He has our hearts. He has our souls. He created something that to this day is very much alive. And doesn't mean that you're going to be the next Walt Disney. It just means that Walt Disney was human. Just like all of us. Walt Disney fell a thousand times and still got up. Alright, the next quote we have is... Remember that wherever your heart is, there you will find treasure. So in this book, it's about finding treasure. And I'm not going to tell you if he finds treasure or not. What this is saying is that your heart is treasure. Your heart is everything it needs and wants. And this is the part of us that is grounding that what is the purpose of treasure? What is the purpose of wealth to you besides the money, besides being like, why are you on an adventure to wherever your destination is? What is so important that your heart is speaking? And with that, the next quote is, it's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life more interesting. And it's true. We get very excited. We get up every single morning when we are doing something with our dreams. When we go again to Disneyland or to a theme park or when we travel somewhere new. What do we do? We get up so early because we're excited about the world. And I heard an interview saying that if you're not chasing your dreams, you're not doing enough kind of thing. Like, for example, if you're doing a nine to five kind of job and you are very tired at the end of it, that means you're not doing, you're not living your dream at all. And do more when you're doing that kind of job. Do more of what fulfills you. And it's very interesting because I say to myself, I work 12 to 16 hours a day. When do I have time to do even more? And it's very interesting because I am doing what I love, but it's very exhausting. It is tiring at times, but that's the thing. I'm already looking ahead of what I want. So what I'm doing now exhausts me. Isn't that interesting? And I'm trying to switch that up. I am doing what I want right now. I am getting all the opportunities and I got to enjoy this moment because that's the thing about energy is you will feel it. So you could be doing something right now and it completely exhausts you. But there are two coins to this. 
It exhausts you because you're doing so much of what you love and it exhausts you because you are not doing what you love. Find the little things in what you don't like doing and then do the thing you like. So you're working a job you hate. After your job, do the very thing that you want to do because when you wake up in the morning, knowing that you're going to come back to the thing that you want to do will make your day way more better than just dreading the whole day all day long and then by the time you get home you'll be too tired to do the very thing that you wanted to do you can start while you're working and the question most asked is how do I start where do I begin and being what I want what do I do and that's the thing is you gotta listen to your heart and the next quote is everything you need to know you have learned through your journey it's crazy how for example let's say we want to be a doctor right everything you learned is already there and you could be surrounded by misery and you could be surrounded by people who they don't want to achieve more right there is something to learn through that that can help you become a doctor. For example, it can teach you the person you don't want to be. And it's a skill set that can help you when you are spending so many hours learning the human body and you realize you have no social life and you're alone because you are fixated on the very thing. You had the skills from the past tell you exactly why you wanted to do the thing you very much want to do. And that's why it, there are skill sets that it's not even written, it's not even spoken that can help you. We just got to pay attention to that. And moving on to the next quote is, if someone isn't what others want them to be, the others become and Everyone seems to have a clear idea of how others should lead their lives, but none about his or her own. I thought that was so powerful. Because we sit and judge every single person. We also have other people in our lives that sit and judge everything. I come from a very judgmental family. Especially the women are more judgmental than the guys. And I've rewired myself not to be like that. I'm actually more of a comparison person. I need to compare myself with somebody because it motivates me in some form but also unmotivates me in some form so the people around us who are judging us for our choices those are the people who are not looking at themselves because they're so busy looking at other people so for example going back to the doctor example is you came from a family that is saying, oh, you're going to be this hotshot now. You're going to be this and that and really judging you because you want a better life for yourself because you really love what you're doing. And it's that jealousy of somebody because they are choosing to stay the same. Instead of looking within, they're choosing to judge you. So... What you want to do when you're being judged is shield yourself. Understand that whatever brings you joy, whatever vision you see in your mind, it is for you and you 
only. And we got to lead our lives. And if you take in what everybody says, you'll never get far. Because look at all the celebrities. Look at all the famous influencers. How much hate do they have of what they say all the time? A good example is Dave Chappelle. Oh my God, everyone is always judging him. But he's a famous comedian doing what he wants and still making people laugh. No matter if he offends you or not, he's still up there making comedy. He's still selling tickets. And that's because he knows who he is. And he knows he doesn't need the opinions of others to be somebody. And we live in a world where being extraordinary is odd. You're odd if you're different than all of us. And I have a friend from New Zealand and he said that the moment you are different in New Zealand, you're pretty much exiled because you're strange and weird. And he came to LA because of that. So interesting that a whole country says you have to be normal, otherwise get out. <laughs> and it's scary being different because it meant him leaving his home to be something different but being different made him more happy than staying in the exact same place and that goes in the realm of listening to your hearts we do things because we listen to it and we don't want to open it because we open the possibility of pain and pain in the heart is the most scariest feeling in the whole wide world. It's like getting stabbed. You can't heal that one. You can't put a band-aid on it, which is the worst part of them all. And you don't know how long it's going to last. Your mental state is shaken. Your whole body is shaken. And then everything about being heartbroken just changes your whole state. And it's terrifying. And that's why we don't want to deal with it. So in this quote, it says... My heart is afraid it will suffer. And then the other person says, Tell your heart that the fear of suffering is worse than suffering itself. And that no heart has ever suffered when it goes in search of its dream. So when you're always looking at your dream, do you ever feel pain? Most of us are going to say, no. When we envision that life we've always wanted where no one's judging us no one is looking at us it's just a dream in our minds it feels amazing so when we see that we don't suffer in that moment so for example if somebody broke your heart in that moment you're devastated you can't think clearly right but what i found in those moments of pain is when I've envisioned my true relationship. And I know that's the hard thing to do when you're in severe pain is to imagine another relationship when all you wanted was that one person. <laughs> but it's reminding us, and I did a little experiment last time I got my heart broken, was really envisioning my relationship the one that I really want and it actually did help a little but of course you go back into your pain but it's very interesting that in that slither of a moment I'm happy because it's the vision of this love that I want and 
when you fully believe in your dreams, you're not in pain. You're so determined of what you want. And it's that little motivation we need to uplift us in that moment. And if we continue to do that, our dreams won't be so terrifying to go after them. And listening to our hearts, I know is scary. And that's why I wanted to share this final quote. Why do we have to listen to our hearts? The boy asked. Because whatever your heart is, that is where you'll find your treasure. But my heart is agitated, the boy said. It has dreams, it gets emotional, and it becomes passionate over a woman of the desert. It asks things of me, and it keeps me from sleeping many nights when I'm thinking about her. And they said, well, that's good. Your heart is alive. Keep listening to what it has to say. So in the book, uh, he finds love. And... It's this torment between being in love with someone or following your dreams. It means leaving love. And in that moment, I guess I'll share this part of the book because it's brilliant. In that moment, he has the choice to stay with a woman that he really loves. Or he can go after the treasure. And she understands him. It's like, I understand if you choose to go find treasure I get it. I get how life works. And he goes out and goes find the treasure. But all he wants to do is be with this woman. And that's why he's asking this question is, my heart wants to be with her. And it's really sad and miserable. But I'm chasing after this thing that I don't even know where it is. Like, there's no roadmap to this treasure. And that's... that's what it all comes down to is really going deeper because why are you chasing this treasure when you could have this woman? What do you really want in this moment? You know you're in pain, so why don't you go back to the thing? Because your heart is telling you, go find that treasure. Go find that treasure, and that's going to make your dreams come true. The body wants, obviously, this woman but he knows that she's waiting for him. He knows that. And that's what makes it beautiful is that a lot of times we'll sacrifice for love and do these things for love. But when our heart is telling us exactly what we want, love can always wait. And I understand that. I am so focused on my career right now and I'm not dating right now and there are times where I think to myself maybe I should date more but I know where I'm at in life and I know I won't be able to focus on a guy right now doesn't mean love won't come it's just it's gonna have to wait and when I'm ready for it I'll find love when my heart says it's time to find it I'll find it. It's called divine timing. And it's something that we don't treasure a lot because we're in this rush of life, especially when it comes to age. We have to have the love of our life at a certain time or we'll rush into a relationship because we don't want to be single and maybe we won't find somebody else. So we get into these modes when we got to realize that love is very patient. It is very patient, but we're in such a hurry 
to get all these things. We're not focusing. We're not really listening to our heart. And that's what this guy is doing. He's really listening. He found a woman when he thought he just was a herder of a sheep. He thought he was nobody. He thought he couldn't get amazing women. But the moment he met her, he was in a point in his life where he was very sure that he is worthy of great women in his life. See how that works? Well, there was a time where he didn't feel worthy of women because of his title. And the moment he was, it came to him. But he knew that right now wasn't the time for love. Right now, it was the time for him to grow and be the man he needed to be for this woman, actually. At the end of he needed to be the man for the woman, pretty much, and go out on this treasure. And that's what a lot of us have to realize. It's like, do we want love right now? Or do we need to find ourselves? Or do we need to be in a relationship to teach us something? Listen to your heart for once. What does it really want in life? And it's not about what other people are saying. It's about you, your heart. And... One of those examples is just closing your eyes and envisioning your life because nobody else can give opinions while you're closing your eyes and envisioning your life and then start from there. Read this book, guys, because it might help you in your journey and I can keep going on and on and on and on about this book, but some journeys are just meant for you. So if you need some good life lessons, I recommend it. It might help you in your journey. I know that it's helping me a lot. And even though I sound like I know a lot, I'm still growing and learning every day. And I am applying some stuff in that book into my life. For example, that love example of knowing that love is going to come. Because I've been in those modes of maybe I should be married by now. now, Or maybe I should be dating more. Or am I too focused on my career that I'm not putting this in front of me and maybe if I put it on the side uh it's gonna be longer before I find love because dating is a process and finding someone is a process this book as much as it is fiction is teaching me be patient love will arrive when it's supposed to arrive because every guy that has come into my life has been the right time and people who say that uh, sometimes love comes at the right time, but it's the wrong kind of person. No, sometimes it's not about falling in love and being in a relationship. Sometimes it's meeting someone that gets your heart fluttered, teaches you a lesson, and then you go find someone better than that. There is no such thing as bad timing. Some people are just here to be in our journey for a short amount of time. It's a great lesson. Anyways, hope you guys read it. I will see you guys next time. Bye.